0: Hello, you're listening to mock footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be
1: discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning.
0: That's as a good of intro <laughs> as anything else. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's good to have you back. We'll find out whether or not that that Drake and Josh theme song makes it into the episode. (laughs) My name is Joe Langlis. This week we are discussing the movie Babe.
1: My name's Ray Girosso, and Babe starts with a B. Sure does. What else do you know about Babe, right? Babe has the power. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you remind me of the Babe, in fact.
1: What what babe?
0: The, not the one you're thinking of. Can uh, you tell me about this babe?
1: Yes, Babe is a little pig.
0: Uh huh.
1: That's it. So let's get into it. All right. Does Babe
0: have any enemies? Babe, or friends?
1: Listen. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. Here. It's 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 time to, for me to tell you about Babe. Babe is a coming of age film. Okay. And it teaches folks that it's okay not be to it's okay not to be the biggest and strongest pig on the farm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Babe is a small little piglet who grows up to be a small little pig who lives at the Hilson farm. Mm -hmm. And um, very quickly at the beginning, we learn, like through a quick montage, that Babe is not going to grow up big and strong like the other pigs as they get sold off and probably sent to the slaughter um, to, you know, feed people. Mm -hmm. Um, Weird energy, but yeah. Uh huh. And the head of the farm, McCrary Wilson, uh, Hilson, mm-hmm. uh, is, is really frustrated at the fact that he's still keeping babe around and he's just about to just let him go out free into the wild and not have to take care of this pig. Where pigs thrive in the uh-huh. wild. Uh Uh, and, and, but, but, um, the family's son, Wilbur, Okay. Which might be the name of another pig in a different movie. Now that I think about it,
0: <laughs> it might be.
1: Huh. <laughs> forms a very strong bond with Babe, and they just become very good friends. Um, Babe becomes a very emotional support support pig okay. for him. And so, of course, Babe doesn't want to leave. And the other animals, then, also, and also, these animals talk to each other. I don't know if I made that. If I said that, the animals talk to each okay. other. Okay. Um. And then other animals on the farm uh help Babe prove his worth to the family so that he can stick around. And he, like... Uh, like, the family, like, notices but think it's weird, but he, like, helps out with chores and, like, pushes barrels around. Okay, It's really cute. And, like, the family's just like, this is weird, but okay. Um, but it's... They're still like, no, we gotta get rid of this pig. <laughs> because... <laughs> because conflict... <laughs> um this pig
0: is cute and it's helping around but also is not gonna make me any money so i gotta i gotta get rid of this pig
1: exactly it's 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 more harm than good yeah i could use his pen for something else if i got rid of this pig
0: but then it becomes babe becomes crucial because he becomes a emotional support animal for wilbur what's wilbur's like Trauma, or what is Wilbur dealing with?
1: That, um, Wilbur doesn't have like real trauma, but he's a very isolated child, he doesn't have a lot of friends because he lives on the farm, so he's also kind of
0: a run to the litter,
1: a little bit. There's some similarities there, um, but they're not as explicit as the movie would have you believe, as I would have you believe, rather. Oh, I
0: see, I see, right?
1: Um, it's there, but. It, they could have gone more with it. They could have made it more explicit. That like maybe it's kind it's of being... maybe good that they didn't. Yeah, I think it's it. That's fine. Um, but the 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 climax of the movie, Wilbur, uh, runs away and almost gets hit by a car and dies. But um, Babe comes up and just like squeals really loud, mm-hmm. and uh, he doesn't stop the car, but he stops Wilbur from walking into the car. I see. Um, and that's when the family is like, okay, yeah, this pig is special yeah. in in some regard. Like, it, it it this pig is smarter than the rest of the bunch. And it's very wholesome and sweet.
0: And, okay. Um, and, and,
1: and babe stays. And so you cute. say the
0: family, and I've heard about Hilson McCreary, or McCreary Wilson. No, McCreary, Hilson, and mm-hmm. Wilbur. Did you say that Wilbur was McCreary's son, or it's just a farmhand? A son. Okay. And
1: uh, um, there is... are like other farmhands are unnamed. There's mom who's there also unnamed. It's really weird. Okay, Ma, Ma Hilson. Ma Hilson. Okay, uh, but she's great. She's very stoic in in letting Wilbur keep uh, um, Babe around. It's mostly mm-hmm. McCreary and the, some of the farmhands are like this pig is useless, and they want to get rid of him. I mean the the humans here aren't like the characters we're supposed to care about as much. Yeah, no. It's... I just
0: wanna I just wanna set make sure we're at the same because cause you mentioned that he talks to all the other animals, so like mm-hmm. I, I know I mean one of the most memorable characters for me, and I think a lot of people that watch this movie is Ferdinand. So can you tell me more about uh Ferd- Ferdie?
1: Ferdinand is such a good chicken. <laughs> He's very <coughs> I'm sticking. I'm sticking by my story. Yeah. <laughs> Baron is a very good chicken. He's very supportive. He's like Babe's best friend. He's like older. He's like the 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 rooster that wakes everybody up, uh-huh. and like shows Babe around the block. And like ke- keeps an eye out for him. He's kind of the one that rallies the other animals to help Babe, even though it's not that difficult. He's like the he's not the the ringleader, but he plays a. a a leadership role in the kind of like community. Owl from Winnie the Pooh yeah Okay. yeah a little bit except a lot more charismatic
0: wait have you seen Winnie the Pooh
1: nope um, <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Robin
0: Um. alright
1: that's Ooh. another one with pigs and animals
0: yeah there is a pig in that one that one Whoa. is called Piglet and you know a lot about that from Kingdom Hearts we'll get to that yeah, I do. Um, okay, so there, there's a few about, other characters. Yeah, other other animals, other characters.
1: Um, there's Henry and Wilhelmina, the two horses. They're basically just an old couple. Oh, uh, nice. They're kind of like Babe's grandparents. It's very cute. That's good. They're, they're like very old and set in their ways, but are here for this pig. Um, there's Cross Stitch, the sheep. Oh, that's such a good name. <laughs> Uh well I didn't come up with it the movie did. Yeah. Um Cross Stitch is she's really silly um because like she's like the tough tough one of the group but she like on one-on-one she's like very loving. Everybody loves Babe, okay? That's the tagline of the movie. Right. Babe, how could you not? Everybody loves Babe.
0: So Babe's just like kind of a golden heart happy to help kind of pig. And yeah. Determined to prove his worth despite his small stature.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, and there's also Betty Lou, one of the cows. Um, she's the, kind of the only cow that we interact with. There's others. Mm-hmm. Um, she's uh, she's another mom t- archetype. Like right. all of them are like parent archetypes, but they're all different for Babe, and it's very cool to see right. these different styles. Mm-hmm. Um, between the, like, f- what, what five of them? And they're all very supportive, and when Babe messes up, like, they, they talk about it. It's cute.
0: Yeah. Okay. The So the basic, you know, plot here is Babe, like, getting, being introduced to the farm, and wait, wait, was
1: Babe born on the farm, or? Yes, his mother's taken away for the slaughter. Right, okay. And so. They never say slaughter. Right
0: uh and so and then babe has to like babe has his own life now on the Mm -hmm. farm and when the when mccreary realizes that he's not going to get very big starts thinking about getting rid of him but continues to drag his feet on that because babe is doing weird things like pushing barrels and helping out um and that's kind of the big plot for babe but he spends a lot of time getting to know these other animals as well. Are there any other side stories that have to do with the other animals that, like, kind of fill out the time while that big plot is brewing?
1: Mm. I mean, there's a, a fun little... Well, they each have their little moments, but, like, Betty Lou is trying to woo one of the the other... They're not cows, right? They're, the, uh, bull? Uh, the bull. The um, bull. What's the bull's name? It's the bull.
0: Oh, that that makes sense, actually.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that tracks, yeah. And we
1: never see him. She just talks about him all the time. Oh, and every okay. time, she's just, like, super wooing yeah. and super into it. Yeah. And, like, she goes on long stretches of monologue. And it's very, very funny.
0: Okay. Oh, that Betty Lou.
1: Um. At some point, Cross loses all of her wool. Okay. Like, um, she's sheared? She's sheared, and... She's still just as tough, but like that's like she has to deal with the fact that she's naked basically um, for a while, and everybody kind of has to adjust to that. And then Henry and Valmina just like are there, like like they just bicker like an old couple a lot, and it's very cute. I keep saying that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's probably a lot of what this movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, I think. I think we got a good. We think we got a good movie on our hands here. Um, I guess. Are, are there any antagonists or any like, like? It sounds like McCreary is kind of like is in charge of, I guess, the impending doom as part mm-hmm. of the plot, but isn't necessarily malicious. He's just right. Like, he's just trying to do his job. Is there anything um, else that is more malicious, or is that kind of like the big? Negative. I think
1: that's it. And it's not painted. It's like dark and dreary. Yeah. Um, it's just that's a fact of life on the farm and right. that's scary. um And these animals are trying to kind of push against that. Okay. Okay. Because they have agency. Well, yeah, I think that's going to. Let
0: me double check my list of questions here. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Are important.
1: you going to ask me about the big musical number? I, I was no, going to
0: ask about music, but I don't think music no. is a really important part of this movie. Do you?
1: No. It is the prequel to, to
0: Charlotte's Web <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, this is a good one, because we got a lot of characters that we're working with. What character relationship did you find the most relatable?
1: Most relatable? Okay. Yeah.
0: Like, does... I mean... Well, before I ask that, actually, does Babe kind of have a best friend on the farm or is he kind of just friends with all of these folks
1: i mean like it's definitely ferdinand is, okay okay is his best friend but in terms of relatable for me i think i relate a lot to betty lou who's always pining for love always and looking for the bull she, mm-hmm, i'm always looking for the bull and my best friend is cross stitch you who is very silly and tough okay um, and I remember that you got sheared that one time. I did get
0: sheared that one time, and I was naked for a while, and everyone had to just deal with it.
1: We got we got used to, it. and you grew the hair back. It's yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> um, what was okay? What's your favorite line from the movie? What's the one that sticks out the most?
1: Um, I that that
0: <laughs> I, I I have a sneaking suspicion that there will be one correct answer after we watch the movie that's not true there are so many lines from this movie that just
1: oh I is it repeat. okay wait hold on i'm making a guess because this is a uh, this is a podcast i think you know the premise of this podcast is my plot is not real even though i want it to be folks uh-huh. i think that the, the line is and if if i'm right i'm gonna be over the moon is it that'll do pig that'll do that is from this movie yeah that's hey! one of them <laughs> i got it i've let's, only heard that in passing and shrek
0: <laughs> well uh let's go watch a movie and see if that happens too
1: <laughs> well before that let's go get some popcorn yeah from the farm. Let's, there's let's like fresh butter from the goats
0: mm-hmm. i want some goat butter oh goat butter on a popcorn Hey, thanks for hanging out in the lobby with me before the movie starts. I got you some popcorn. I hope you enjoy it. While we're on our way to our seats, uh, let me tell you about a couple of shows that I've been listening to on the Lunar Light Studio. The first one's called The Cryptid Keeper. Have you heard of it? It's an educational podcast about cryptids, which are those creatures that we can't prove if they are real or fake. They just did an episode on the Loch Ness Monster, actually. Um and of course they're both believers because these creatures have to exist for there to be so many stories about them but uh it's really entertaining and they also crucially give you advice on how to survive against uh any of these cryptids that you might run into in the wild just like any other wild creature which is helpful it's hosted by addison and alex and it comes out every single sunday on the lunar light studio so Go give it a listen, because it rules. And if that's not enough for you, you should check out Badvertising. It's an economics podcast where ad executives Penny Parker, Lily Blue Lennox, and Haley Rose take any of your favorite brands and designs a product and an ad campaign for that brand that is designed to crash and burn. And it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, The three of them go on wild journeys and they come up with some truly outrageous things so go we'll give it a listen it comes out every other monday on the inner light studio so uh i know that you'll check those out when you get a chance and i i hope you enjoy them uh, oh oh movie starting movie starting so that's babe what babe <laughs> how do you how do you feel about babe right right after that
1: Have you ever felt good? (laughs) Have you ever felt catharsis? Have you ever felt that a community became better because of a little pig?
0: A little pig. Just a sweet little boy with a heart of gold.
1: Have you ever felt like you were watching a movie about animals and you knew it was going to be wholesome content and you still weren't prepared for it? Yeah, actually. I feel that way right now. I've seen Babe many times.
0: I haven't watched it in quite a number of years, but... So how do you feel? I'm blown away. Like, I knew it was good. I, I remembered a lot of what happened. I remembered a lot of the scenes, but I still wasn't prepared for it. I still wasn't prepared for how wild this movie is and how wholesome and magical it is.
1: It's a very magical movie. It does not hold back on the magic. It
0: doesn't pull punches either. Like, it, no. it's not afraid to, like, be dark, and there is character death, and, like... There's
1: character death, and blood, <laughs> and mention of killing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very upsetting when those things happen, but that's not the point of the movie. Right. So... It's the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me... Let just a, just go through the plot there is and a, then we'll... It,
0: it's very similar to what you <laughs> said in that there is like a simple plot that takes place at the forefront and then there are other side stories but the simple plot is that babe the pig is uh plucked from his litter as a as a babe uh because he's a runt and he's like sold off to like a, a county fair where he's uh, raffle he's like a prize for a guessing game people come by they donate a quarter or something and guess the weight of the pig and as fate would have it arthur hoggett the farmer guessed babe's weight correctly and won the pig um, and so then this pig comes to the farm and has no idea all he knows about the world is that uh pigs get big and fat because he's like he lived his whole life in like a breeding facility. Um, so pigs get big and fat and then they get carted away, carted away off to pig paradise or the slaughterhouse. Um, so he doesn't know anything about the farm, about the outside world. And once he gets there, he's got all different kinds of animals telling him all different kinds of things about different animals and their places on the farm. Um The dogs are telling him that all the sheep are stupid and the sheep are telling him that all dogs are vicious wolves and ignorant. And um, he doesn't see any of that stuff. Uh, He's always, he's just trying to figure out uh, what his place on the farm is. And the animals all have this notion of the way things are as the way things are. And he continues to break those expectations. And what it builds up to is Babe becoming a really excellent sheepdog, <laughs> and <laughs> Arthur Hoggett uh, um, entering him into the sheepdog competition. And nobody wants him there. Everybody like nearly laughs him out of the stadium, and then Babe gives a perfect performance because he talks to the sheep friendly and asks them nicely. Uh, instead of shouting and biting which is what the dogs normally have to do
1: none you make it too simple joe I, well that was the point that
0: was my simple plot synopsis <laughs> ah, okay fine <laughs> um, babe the, wins
1: because he's kind and pure
0: exactly um, yeah that's that that is the big plot of babe and then there are the side plots with ferdinand the duck <laughs> rooster um, the the duck rooster, uh, the duck who thinks he's a rooster, and, and also... wants to wake people up. <laughs> wants to wake people up because he wants to have a purpose so that he isn't killed on Christmas dinner. Because as we all know, Christmas <laughs> means carnage.
1: Chris, oh gosh, that's such a good line. <laughs> um, So Ferdinand's a duck, yeah. not a rooster. But Ferdinand's it's... a
0: duck and not a rooster, and I do want to clarify the reason for the I want to clarify for the listener I, the reason that I laughed so hard is because when you said that he was a chicken it reminded me of that really great vine where the girl says look at all these chickens and <laughs> it's a bunch of ducks
1: <laughs> uh it's very good I did nail the character though it pretty much i, I, I mean I wouldn't, he, I wouldn't call he, him wise
0: but he was Babe's kind of you know plucky friend
1: he was a plucky friend. He's not as important as I made him out to be. Yeah.
0: Okay, you said that I missed some things, and that's some some important
1: Well for the climax of the movie, Babe doesn't win because he's nice and talks to the sheep at the fair. It's because he's nice and talks to the sheep back at the farm and um the and then Rex, the, the main sheepdog who uh only yells and barks at the sheep, asks them nicely mm-hmm. uh, uh how to help Babe because reasons. And so they broke down these barriers between the sheeps and the dogs, and that helped him win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not only
0: did he win the competition, but he also, like, taught the sheep and the dogs, at least on the Hoggett farm, how, like, to to understand each other a little bit better.
1: The, yeah, that they're not as dumb as each other thinks, right. and that they have, they deserve respect right. towards each other. Which, hmm, could be. Could 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 Might use be some, some analogs here. Could use some of that <laughs> in the real world. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Weird. We could talk about the plot, but we're just gonna keep saying it's good and pure and wholesome. Yeah. And I want to talk about the characters and their arcs that Jeez. are also very good, pure, and wholesome. Sure. Um, I want to talk about Fly. Fly is a very good mom. She is. Fly is the, the other main sheepdog that's with Rex and takes in Babe as as her son well, after her children yeah. are sold off as When, when Babe first puppies. arrives on the farm, he's
0: kind of <laughs> lost and Fly is like, you can hang out with us. We'll show you the way things work. Um, and she kind of like takes him in. And Rex is like not about it, but he's like, fine, this will be fine for now. And then... A few scenes later Rex or Fly and Rex's puppies get sold off and Fly is down in the dumps obviously and then Babe comes up to her and says can I call you mom <laughs> and I cried <laughs> that was
1: one of the many one of the many times that I cried during this watch I cried very hard I what ha huh, ah Fly is very good and supportive and what's interesting is that she also has these preconceived notions of sheep. Yeah. Uh, and like Rex, um, she's a bit easier to turn, but but yeah. her behavior still stays like it's a. You see at the end that she yells at the sheep at the yeah at the farm, but like she's like, okay, this isn't working, babe. Isn't you working. do your thing because that works right. for you. And it's nice that she's on her way, and it wasn't just a flip, real yeah. quick, like. Oh, this works for babe and sheep aren't dumb, um, right? And I have to change my behavior, but it's gonna take it's time. It's gonna take time. It's not
0: gonna just happen immediately.
1: And then the movie never said that. It's just part of the character and mm-hmm. what the, and how they act, which is great. That's a lot of a lot of that internalized. <laughs> what do we call it? Anger. It's not racism. Oh. it kind of, I mean, they are different races. I mean, races. it's an anal- it's analog of racism. <laughs> it is. But that internalized racism exists on the farm. Well, I think that's also interesting because, uh, like there's
0: this, there's a scene early on where Ferdinand and Babe break into the house and uh-huh. they because they're trying to break um, the farmer's new mechanical rooster or their alarm clock. And In the process of doing so, they cause an enormous mess, just a huge mess. And then so there's chaos on the farm and Rex holds like a town meeting because he's kind of like the mayor of the animals, I guess. Um, And he says, all right, from now on, no more of this nonsense. No more. We're not going to be like breaking the rules like we have been. We're not going to be like mixing like in this weird ways that we have been. The way things are is the way things are, and it's that's that's the way it needs to be, and it's for good reason. And you know, of course, it's really easy for him to say that as the person or the the being that is in in charge and in charge. the person, the thing that's on top. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that this movie spends so much time saying the words "the way things are" is the way things are as as mm-hmm. a way of proving that that doesn't need to be true.
1: Yeah. It's nice. And even Rex turns at yeah. some point. Yeah. Um uh which I I was worried he wasn't going to. Yeah. And I mean he does so out
0: of love for the boss and
1: and he acknowledges the fact that Babe's Babe is doing good work. Yeah, it works. It works. It's it's, it's nice. really
0: hard for him to overcome that. Uh he has a lot of hatred and anger that that he needs to work through. Mhm he starts to do that work. It's cra- it's wild how much character growth is packed into this 90 minutes. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, he's he has a lot of growth. He's also medicated by the vet. Mm-hmm. Um which that was an interesting Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Like mm-hmm. he's just on meds now cuz he needs to be. Uh-huh. Like and but that's not the final answer. Right. It's like medications can help, but Um, it also takes a lot of action and behavior changes. Yeah. Um, for that. For that was, I I find Rex to be a very interesting character. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you also got cross stitch. (laughs) I got cross. Wait, hold on. I want to finish my thought on Rex. Okay. Um, did you notice that, um, the pig's role is to be under the cart and that's where Rex ends up? Yeah. 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 That was a nice, nice little, um, I don't know what to call it, like, visual, like a. It was a good movie thing yeah, it was that a they good did, movie thing. like Rex at the top of the the at the the animal chain ends up where the pig is supposed to be, right? Um, and that's fine. <laughs> cross stitch. <laughs> yeah, cross stitch. Um, or Ma. Her, her name
0: was Ma, the sheep, but basically point for point, you pretty much nailed that character.
1: Yeah, I don't know how. I just really wanted a tough sh- sheep yeah. character.
0: Yeah, no, I I totally believe that that was just summoned out of your brain, and it just so happened to line up perfectly with a character that is in the movie.
1: I really like Mom because she she tells it how it is. Yeah, and doesn't like it, but she's old and she doesn't know what she can do. Right. But here's Babe, who's young, and. And pure and innocent, and is isn't trying to change the world. Well, but he does he, because he, he's yeah, just he's trying he's to not live trying his life. To
0: change the world. He's not like he's not like a warrior of justice. He he doesn't really it doesn't really register with him how the world is broken. He's just good, and by being good and setting a good example, the world changes around him.
1: Right, like everybody is set in their ways and the way things are the way things are but he's like but why? Yeah. Like I'm gonna talk to the animals that I wanna talk to and I'm gonna be nice to animals and like that carries through he's never mean Yeah. And when he does it doesn't work for him Cause that's right. not who he is. Yeah. And that's what turns him into a sheepdog is that he built up this relationship with Ma and when Rex and Fly have a fight and they're both out of Oh wait no that happens after. Yeah. Um, well, what did he do to do that? He saves the sheep. Oh, he calls he calls Farmer Hoggett after some some sheep stealers appear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some sheep
0: sheep rustlers come on Christmas Day. I mean, that would be a good time to do it, but yeah, uh-uh. and they steal like half the flock. And Babe uh, notices, and he calls attention to what's happening, and they manage to. I mean, the sheep rustlers get away, but they don't get the whole flock. They don't
1: get everyone, yeah. And, you know, he builds this respect with the sheep flock, and instead of yelling at them and biting them like Fly and Max, or Max Rex Rex do, uh, that's another good dog name, Uh, he talks to them and asks nicely, (laughs) which is... Yeah, Fly's well, so like, crucial. how did she do that? And
0: he's like, I just asked nicely, and
1: they did it. And, she's and like, they're like, no, but sheep are dumb. <laughs> like, you can't do that, sheep are dumb. And he's like, no, they're not. <laughs> they think you're dumb. That's yeah. why you don't talk to each other. You, you mentioned jokingly at
0: one point during the movie, did, you said, like, you ever think about becoming a vegetarian? No. Oh. I know... <laughs> that my parents have started listening to this show and they ask me all the time why I'm a vegetarian. And I think it might in part be because you showed me this movie when I was young, mom and dad. It's, I
1: mean, it's not holding back punches. (laughs) Like, Hey, these animals die and you eat them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a little messed up, but it's,
0: it is farm facts. It is the way of life. Like it, it's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't re- relish in the fact that animals are killed and eaten on a farm, but like it's not gonna lie about it either.
1: Right, like Farmer Hoggett and his wife eat the animals, but they don't kill them senselessly. Right.
0: One thing that did that is different on this watch for me <laughs> is that the just the 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 sheer insanity of the situation of the pig becoming a sheepdog never really hit me when i was a kid.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like obviously like you know you get that it's it's wild that it's happening but you don't really grasp what it's like to see a pig following six sheep walking in a straight line <laughs> on tv <laughs> yeah. while the farmer is just standing still behind them. Like i i could not imagine i would lose my mind if i saw that in real life. Absolutely. And everyone in the movie acts accordingly.
1: <laughs> yes. Everyone's in, Everyone's laughing hysterically that this, this, this pig is going to try to be a sheepdog. And then he does it, and everyone's just speechless. Yeah. And then they cheer because a pig just herded some sheep. Yeah. Which I would do that too. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure none of them knew what was exactly going on, but it was really cool. Yeah. Can <laughs> I mean, we talk about the cat?
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to leave that negativity out of here, but go on.
1: <laughs> well, okay, I don't want to talk about the negativity of it. I want to talk about how we are shown one cat, and it's very mean and rude, but the narrator makes a point <laughs> that not all cats are bad. Yeah. Just yeah. this one is, which I thought was a very good statement. Yeah,
0: because a lot of times you see like the really sassy, villainous cat in stories like this, but the narrator is like, not all cats are bad, but the one in this story is.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it's not, like, the fix for for villainous cats, but, yeah. it's like, there's, they there's, said not all cats.
0: There's a ton of little stuff like that in this movie. Like, small lines that go a long way. There's so much wisdom in this movie.
1: It mm-hmm. is wild. Oh, man. Like the, oh, the chicken, the chicken scene. So, so small. So not important, but such a an impactful moment. <laughs> when he went into the hen house? No, when, uh, when uh, Arthur Hoggett was looking outside and Babe was just walking between oh, the chickens and he's yeah. like, huh. He he sorted them. <laughs> he's like, that's weird. <laughs>
0: and that too, like him noticing Babe doing weird things and noticing small little things because he's the farmer and it's his farm and he spends all the day with it, but everyone else like around him seeing him notice these things and think he's kind of off, like what's going on with A. Hoggett?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> um. at one point during the climax of the movie, during the hurting scene, I said, out of reflex, this is better than the dance scene from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> and it is. And it is. It's powerful, and it's
0: earned. It's it's built up to it and stuff, and like the dance scene in Napoleon Dynamite comes out of nowhere, and it's like, oh, this is a good thing in this otherwise... Kind of slog of a movie,
1: Mm -hmm. but here it's here it's part of it's it's the it's the end all be all of the movie. It is. It's the culmination of everything they've worked (laughs) towards. Yeah. Oh, there was a dancing in this movie. There, there was a dancing in this movie. You want to talk about it? I do.
0: You hear this theme throughout the the whole movie, and then. Toward the end, right before the big competition, Babe finds out that... The truth about the fact that pigs and other animals are bred just to be eaten. Uh, and he's really upset about it. Because he's like, oh, so my whole family. And they're like, yeah, probably. Um, he's like, cool. And then he like runs away. Uh, it doesn't get very far. But they find him the next morning. And he's like, sick. And he's supposed to compete in the sheepdog trial that day. Um, and Farmer Hoggett like sits down on the couch with him and gives him a bottle with water to help him feel better and then starts singing a lullaby to him. And it's the same theme that you're hearing throughout the whole me- movie. And And then he uh, he like starts getting more and more lively and he gets up and he just dances for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's just so good. And it's the so animals and outside come to the window and they're, they're watching, him. watching him. Just watching him.
0: I love that man so much.
1: He's very good. There's a
0: scene where his wife is like kind of a busybody and she's like always talking and always like going and going. And then there's a scene where he says like two words. He says like, mm, pity. Pity. Uh, <laughs> and and she's like what are you babbling on about
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny <laughs> um i want you to know that the the song is if i had words by scott fitzgerald
0: yeah i want to listen to that song every
1: day yeah it's a uk hit oh i'm going to download this song it's very good but like It's the most emotion that we get from... Sorry, I'm going back to the dance scene. (laughs) It's the most emotion we get from Farmer Hoggett, and he looks so happy and joyous. Joyous. And it's just him and Babe alone. like. And he has an audience, but he doesn't know that. And he just lets go for a moment. Yeah. This is a good farmer. This is a nice boy.
0: I know that there's so much to talk about and I don't I don't want to linger. I don't want to stick around all day. No, 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 yeah. I I feel like we've gotten It's it's a truly magical movie. I I always liked it a lot growing up, but now I can safely say that I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not a, the movie I expected. Yeah. I don't know what I expected. It yeah. wasn't this, and, and it was much better. When you described better. your
0: movie, like, I was like, yeah, that sounds wholesome and good and nice, and I'm like, but you're still not ready. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I for... wasn't ready either, in fairness.
1: In fairness, yeah. Also, this was a Jim Henson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim Henson did I didn't mention in the in the first half of the movie, how the animals talked, I legit thought they just like dubbed over animals that were mm-hmm. moving their mouths. This makes more sense that there was some puppet yeah. puppeteering. There was some
0: puppeteering. There was some, there was some CGI stuff, um, but you know, it's it's pretty seamless.
1: It's- yeah, no, most of it's it's very good. It's it- and there, there is some real dubbing animals.
0: too, like when the animal like falls off the plank or whatever. <laughs> or when Dave like walks past the doghouse, and he's, and Ferdinand's like, in here! He's like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> and he
1: backs up. Um, there's yeah. some top-notch dubbing of animals in this yeah. movie.
0: <laughs> there's one more big thing that I want to talk about that I'm not remembering, but I guess it can't be important.
1: It has to be. Um, is it It's not the last line. Mm -mm. It's not. Is it the horses?
0: Oh, the first line of the movie. The very first line of the movie is this is a tale about an unprejudiced heart. Like, Uh
1: yeah, okay, Uh I'm here for it. Let's Uh go. And it is. I would just love to tell people that and just like, and have that be a fact of life is that this is a tale of an unprejudiced heart.
0: (laughs) Would you, Ray? recommend this tale about an unprejudiced heart to someone else who has never seen it before.
1: Yes, absolutely. 100%. Go watch, babe. It will change your life. <laughs> It'll make you either make you a better person, make you more bitter about the world, or turn you into a vegetarian or some combo of all three. <laughs> I'm hoping it's the it's the betting person and the vegetarian. Not that I'm here to tell everyone to be vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian. <laughs>
0: Alright, thank you so much for watching this movie and for considering vegetarianism. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Mock Footage. You can find us on Twitter at Mock Footage or send an email to mockfootage at
1: gmail.com. Please re- leave us a review. Leave us a review. Please leave us a review because it would really help us if you like the show um, so more people can see and hear about it. Yeah. And if you don't have time for a review, just leave us a rating. It'll take five seconds, I promise. (laughs) Ray?
2: Yeah?
0: What is the standout line for you from this movie?
1: Hmm.
0: There's a lot of good ones to choose from. There's a lot lot of ones ones that I say all the time.
1: Uh Uh-huh, and I'm going to start catching them now, aren't I?
0: Yeah. (sighs) Um... Pork is a nice sweet meat. The way things are is the way things are. Christmas means is ca- carnage, Christmas means carnage <laughs> is so yeah. good. Christmas means carnage is the one that was in for, my head.
1: For me, Christmas means carnage is very powerful. That'll do, pig, that'll do is also the iconic one, but Christmas think, means carnage. I think is... in this,
0: the like bridging times between Halloween season and Christmas season, Christmas means carnage is the perfect uh, way for us to bridge that gap. <laughs>
1: Can you give me a frantic Ferdinand Christmas means carnage, Joe?
2: Christmas means carnage! (laughs) Christmas means carnage! (laughs) 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 Lunar Light Studio Pretty, witty, and gay Hey, Miles. Hey, Mars.
3: I'd like to challenge you... To find a song that you
2: only heard once when you were a kid. Mm. Okay, but I have a challenge for you, Mars. Oh, okay. I want you to find a song that was made by a celebrity. Oh, that's funny, because I'd like you to find a song that has a Pokemon in it. Oh, well, that's a real coincidence, because I want you to find a d and song.
3: Wait, 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 wait we, we we do not have time to talk about all of these songs. This is a promo.
2: Oh, dang it, you're right.
3: Okay, all right. Where can we go and where can people go to talk about the songs that go with these themes?
2: Well, they could always go and listen to Artificial Ghost Radio.
3: Artificial Ghost Radio? Ooh, what's that? It sounds like a podcast that we might do. It could be potentially a podcast that the both of us do. Wouldn't that be a weird coincidence? As if we wouldn't just have a conversation like this in real life. Well, this is a totally natural
2: dialogue. This is a natural dialogue that we have, naturally. Each episode on Artificial Ghost Radio, we challenge each other to find songs that fit extremely arbitrary themes. Oh, now that sounds interesting. But that can't be all they do. We also do this fun little segment by the name of The Wheel of Discord. The Wheel of
3: Discord.
2: And you want to know what we do on The Wheel of Discord? What do we do with The Wheel of Discord? We shuffle our music player of choice and we are forced to talk about whatever song comes up. That is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S where can this podcast be found and when can this podcast be found you can find us each and every saturday ooh, on lunar light studio or wherever you get your podcast or sunday if you're in australia or sunday if you're with all the other cool people